everyone. Welcome to another episode of What is a Podcast? And if you are a dedicated listener, um, first of all, thank you. Um, second of all, there was no episode last week because I had to take care of some things and there probably will not be an episode at the end of this month, March 2021, because I also have to take care of some things. So just is what it is. Um, apologies. But yeah, that's, there's nothing that I can do. There's not going to be an episode then. Um, but we also have an episode now. So when we're looking at the episode now, We are in daylight savings time. Daylight savings time just happened. We sprung forward. We lost an hour of sleep, right? And here's my thing about daylight savings time. We can have daylight savings time, right? We can... We can abolish it. We can keep it. I don't care one way or another. I've lived my entire life with daylight savings time. So if we keep it, that's fine. But... Daylight savings time sucks ass, right? I don't know about you, but for me, daylight savings time has an actual quantifiable negative impact on my health, right? My skin somehow dries out. I get headaches, like basically like migraines. My face hurts. My body hurts. I don't know what to do. I'm discombobulated. I'm waking up at who knows what hour of the day. Nothing makes sense during daylight savings time. I'm basically in an alternate universe, an alternate universe that's much, much worse, right? So what my proposal is, if you're going to keep daylight savings, if you're so dead set on daylight savings, right, you need to give the people some days off, right? I know daylight savings happens on Sunday and not everybody works on Sunday, but you need to give the people some days off, right? I'm talking Monday, potentially Tuesday, right? Potentially Tuesday, you got to You got to give people an adjustment period. You got to let people acclimate to the new life, right? Because when you do the daylight savings time and you shift everything, but you're expected to go on as normal, right? It doesn't work. I promise you, right? That stuff does not work. You're, you're, You're just playing yourself. You're detrimental to your health, right? Because I wouldn't say I get like the flu. I wouldn't say like I'm debilitatingly ill when it came to daylight savings time. But I definitely go through every single daylight savings day, like the aftermath of the clock change, feeling like um a piece of shit. So when it comes to when it comes to that, we need the adjustment period. We need to get our back and body acclimated, our back, body, and brain acclimated to this new lifestyle that the overlords have decided that we have to live now, right? And I realize also in saying this, in complaining about daylight savings time, I realize that this could potentially make me seem soft. It could make me seem weak, like a weak little millennial baby child. And you know what? So be it, right? I know that daylight savings time is for farmers or whatever, right? And I know that the farmers are working hard. I don't know if the farmers actually still need it, but 
I know it's for the farmers and working hard and all of that, right? And they just went out there and did it, right? They worked with their hands. They didn't complain. They certainly weren't the type to create content around how much daylight savings time sucks, right? Like you've never seen a poem about how much daylight savings sucks. You've never seen a book about how much daylight savings sucks, you know? But for me, who is not a farmer and who's pretty sure that we don't need daylight savings at all because Arizona, who I'm pretty sure has farmers of some type, does not do daylight savings, right? And they seem relatively okay, right? But for me, who is not that tough guy, I need an adjustment period. I need to talk about it because who else is going to talk to me in a pandemic? I can't commiserate about daylight savings time with everyone else because everyone else is inside still. And the people that are not inside, I don't know because I am inside. So I'm not interacting with those people. So I need to talk about it, right? I need to complain about it. And I know someone out there feels the same way as me throws you off your game daylight savings does and you just are fucking floundering for anywhere from 24 to 48 hours right and that's why i fully believe this podcast is going to come out a day later than it usually does because i fully believe you have to do as little work as possible on daylight savings day right i usually record on sunday i didn't record on sunday right because I fully believe that I need to do adjust, right? I think that not just me, I think people, I think society, if you're going to do a daylight savings, society needs to adjust. And daylight savings, it's easy to forget that not everyone does daylight savings. Like, yeah, in like Arizona, which is right next to California, which is where I live, but in other countries and all of that, they don't do that shit, right? They don't do the daylight savings. It's not a necessity for life. You gotta remember that. But the people that do live through that shit, the people who were made for daylight savings originally, right? Those people, hear me. Even still, I'm yawning because my fucking, my daylight savings is out of whack, right? Those people, right? I have respect. You don't complain. I have, you have my utmost respect. But me, me, I, I am, I'm such a baby. I, I can't do it. I need, I need to adjust, right? And even today, I was at work today, you know, Monday, right? My face was all hurting. I was trying to be charismatic and charming through what felt like just my blood squeezing against my skin in my face. It, it was all, it was all bad, right? Not on my A game. Like you, you can excuse bad behavior on um on daylight savings season right if someone says something wild or does something irrational as long as it's not something like extremely you know offensive or irrational or anything like that right you can forgive them right daylight savings got them fucked up the time is different right we move through time we as humans we move through time we figure out how to organize time we figure out how to think about time we think about how to use our time right and then and then you you motherfuckers you motherfuckers change the time right and you just expect it to be normal we spend so much time navigating through space and time and then you change time which in turn changes space right yeah it it changes space don't argue with me there but 
that it, it's so it's so much of an oversight. I think that the Monday after daylight savings day, right, is just normal. It's not normal, right? You need you need that time. You you can't just be normal. You can't. I'm sorry. But if you are normal, right? Good good for you, but I don't think you are. I think even the people that are com- do not complain, like the people that like grinded and worked for this, they weren't the same, right? Those people weren't the same for those like day, day and a half, maybe two days, right? You you weren't the same. You maybe pushed through it and you acted like it's normal, but you weren't the same because the fucking time changes. And then your body, we have fucking circadian rhythm in our body, right? We have rapid eye movement sleep and you're just going to take it away from us, right? And expect it to be cool? No, no, absolutely not. I'm sorry. If you are a fan of daylight savings time, sure, right? Do that. Be a fan of daylight savings time, right? It might be useful for your farming or any other business ventures, but I think we should give people the day off, right? The day off of that Sunday, no work, right? Which won't be hard to convince people of because it's Sunday, but that Monday too, no work, won't be hard to convince people of because guess what, baby? People hate Mondays and they don't want to be going to work, right? Give them the time off, right? Just adjust, we'll be fine. Right. If I ever own a business or open up a school, daylight savings, day off. Automatic. Day off. Don't even ask. Day off. Please. Um, but speaking about what happened at the on the day off, on the daylight savings, the Grammys happened. And I can't talk too much about what happened at the Grammys because I didn't watch, right? And I haven't watched award shows in a very long time because I have the internet, right? So I don't need to like see who wins the awards because the internet tells me who wins the awards, right? And I don't need to just, I don't need to watch like that big spectacle. But because of coronavirus, right? And because of everything going on, right? The Grammys, from my understanding, and I could be wrong, I could be wrong. But the Grammys, from my understanding, was basically like just a big concert, right? Just a bunch of big concerts, people performing in lots of different ways, in social distance settings, in the whole nine yards. And I gotta say, like, if I had realized that that was what the Grammys was about to be, I probably would have watched it. Like, do you think I don't want to see Dua Lipa perform Don't Start Now? Because if you think that I don't want to see that, you're out of your fucking mind, right? Of course I want to see that. Do you think I want to see Da Baby and Lil Baby perform? Of course I want to see that, right? Megan The Stallion, Doja Cat, Phoebe Bridgers, right? I'm just naming people. Bad Bunny, I don't know who actually performed, or at least I don't know everyone who actually performed. But Bad Bunny and them, right? Of course I wanna I wanna watch those people perform, right? If I knew that it was gonna be like concert after concert after mini concert, right? I would have been super down, right? I think that's what the Grammys really should be, right? The awards, right? You can tweet out the awards, and I know they tweeted out the awards, but you can tweet out most of the awards, and I don't think people are going to be super sad by that. But if you can put on spectacle after spectacle, like ye- like every year Grammy, mainly concert, 75% concert, 25% award, right? 
25% award, we can still get, keep the tradition, maybe like album of the year, artist of the year, right? Those things can be kept under wraps. They can be surprise, surprises and we can move from there. But really, right, let's just make the Grammys more fun. We don't need award after award after award, right? Just let, fire up the concerts, right? Fire up the performances, right, from there, right? Cut out all the boring stuff, tweet out most of the awards, right? I mean, of course, like, if your big moment was winning a Grammy and it gets reduced to being tweeted out, right, I'm, and you want to be on stage for that shit, like, I guess that that would kind of suck, right? But you can still get the award, right? You can still, like, do an acceptance speech, especially, like, a digital one, right? Or you can have some... I'm sure they could work it out, right? Um, So that you get your time to shine for your actual Grammy. But pump up the concerts give us less award, I would be happy with it. As someone who has essentially zero chance of winning a Grammy, right? 25% award. I don't think you need more than that. I don't think you need more than that, right? And I was thinking about like this social distance award shows and I still haven't really watched award shows in that way, right? But they have the fashion still there, right? Award shows are still like this huge fashion show, right? People dressing up like basically in the equivalent of a living room, right? But I think that that's so interesting that we're we're keeping up that aspect of it, right? Like the dressing up, even if no one is really there, like that spectacle, that tradition is still there. And I'm not mad at it. I think it's fun to dress up and express yourself and all of that stuff. I just feel think it's so interesting how we're trying to preserve this tradition because eventually it's going to go back to normal, right? So we got to do this weird stuff in our bedrooms or via Zoom or via social distance because at some point it's going to be back to normal, right? And as we look back on certain things, maybe we want to see iconic outfits, right? We want to see iconic dresses and suits and things. And if 2020 and 2021 are lacking in that, then maybe people will forget or something else of that nature, right? But I just think it's so interesting, like, how we're trying to keep the tradition and how we're also breaking tradition, I think it would be interesting to see, like, in 2023, right, how award shows look, how much of what we have right now, the innovations that's happening right now, how much of that do we actually keep? Because award shows, like, let's be real here. I don't know when the first award show was. I might actually Google this. When was the first award show but award shows seem archaic to me the first academy award was in 1929 we're coming up on 100 years there right and the format of the award show right and how long it takes a ceremony and all of that right i imagine that hasn't changed too drastically right and i think that honestly it's probably just like too old-fashioned for its own good and it needs a little jolt into the modern era the award show format and if coronavirus for all the shit like all the shit right all the bad stuff about coronavirus right and it's definitely bad stuff right if it spurns this right i think that's a good thing 
right? Doesn't mean coronavirus is good because it's absolutely not good. Don't get my fucking words twisted. But ushering award shows into a more modern format, I think everyone can benefit, right? I don't think we need the old format anymore. And you can argue with me. You can argue with me. You can say I'm being dumb and award shows are perfect just the way you are, right? And if you believe that, fine. That's adorable of you. But I don't need it because I haven't watched an award show in probably a decade. And I don't feel like I'm missing out. I really don't. I don't feel like I'm missing out. I can see all the outfits online. I could just go to people.com or twitter.com, see all the outfits. I know who won, right? I don't I don't miss I don't miss the experience of watching the award show for hours while doing homework. I really just don't. I don't need it, right? I think it's obsolete and we can we can adjust, right? Um and speaking of obsolete, right? We had um an interesting, and by interesting, I mean really bad, um, case of cancel culture. And by really bad case of cancel culture, I mean what the person did was bad. Um, not that cancel culture is bad, although we can debate over all of that all day. But we have, and this is a the shitty part of an adjustment period, is that you get to things late. But we have um, a basketball player, Myers Leonard, right? Myers Leonard, who's been in the league for a while, Myers Leonard has, right? Um, I don't know how long. He is 29 years old, right? And he's been in the league for a while, like probably at least five years he's been in the league. Um, and Myers, who is white, he is, uh, he's a Caucasian man. Um, Myers Leonard got into a bit of trouble because he said the K word. Now, if you don't know the K word, and I'm also looking at Myers Leonard's Wikipedia page, he was drafted in 2012, which means he's been in the league longer than I thought. He's been in the league almost 10 years. Um, But Myers Leonard said the K word, which is um, directed towards our Jewish family, and it's very, very bad, and you should not say it, right? I don't even really want you to Google it, um, but the K-word is really, really bad for Jewish people. I would say among the worst things that you could say is the K-word, right? And our friend Myers Leonard, and by friend, I mean person that we know, Myers Leonard, said the K-word on a Twitch stream, right? And he was playing video games with, I'm assuming, friends and associates and said the K-word, right? And he said something, I'm paraphrasing here, like, you motherfucking K-word bitch, right? Something along those lines, right? And here's the thing, right? If The K-word is really, really bad. The K-word is something that you should not say. But because the K-word is really, really bad, and the K-word has not been reclaimed in a way like the N-word has. Like the N-word has been reclaimed so that people can use the N-word in music, right? Or in media or in casual conversation, depending on who you are. Not saying that everyone can use the N-word, but there are people who use the N-word casually and it's been reclaimed by the black community in a lot of ways, right? So that word, because it's been reclaimed, but also widespread through things like music, 
right? You hear that word and you know what that word means. The K word has not been reclaimed to my knowledge. I don't think Jewish people call other Jewish people K word or refer to themselves as K word, right? I could be wrong about that, but everything I've seen says they don't do that, right? That's not something that Jewish communities do really, right? And because of that, for a lot of people, there's no reason to know the K word, right? There's no reason to know what the K word is or how to spell it or what it's used for. There's not reason for a good amount of people to know because people just don't say that word. And it is among one of the worst things that you can say, right? And people don't say it. So there's a lot of, if you don't have any education about like words that are hateful, or if you're not from a family that would, you know, advise about this or anything like that, there's probably little reason to know, right? And the reason that is important that there's a little reason to know what the K word is, is because if there's a little reason to know the K word, that means if you do use the K word, you know, right? If you use the K word, if you call someone a K word, you know exactly the implications of that word because it's so limited in its use, right? And it's the N word, for example. Like if we're if we're looking at different words, people who apologize for saying the N word will be like, I didn't realize the impact that my words had because I heard it all the time and I'm just sort of parroting what I hear, right? And whether you believe that excuse or if you think that's a valid excuse is up to you ultimately. But people use that excuse. That doesn't exist with the K word, right? That excuse of I didn't know the impact of my words. I think Myers Leonard did try to apologize you saying something of that nature, but that doesn't exist with the K word because people aren't widespread using it. So there's no reason for you to think, right, that this was just some type of like friendly jab, right? Or this is something that people say amongst each other because it's not said in that way, right? So if you use it, like you know that that word is really, really bad and you use it anyway, which for our friend Myers Leonard is not good, right? To say the least, right? It's not very good at all, right? And I know he's been fine. I'm sure he's lost endorsements over this, but when it comes to this, right? The fine and the endorsements is one thing, but I do think we need to look at the intent, right? Because Myers Leonard, if you haven't seen, he loaded up the K-word. Like, he was like, you motherfucking load up, load up, think, what am I going to say? Build up the intensity, boom, K-word. That's how he said it, right? And when you do that, I think that's a lot worse than just a fine, right? I think that's a lot worse than just being suspended for team activities for a week, but those people, they they make their decisions and whether I agree with them is up to me and I don't agree with them necessarily. I think he probably could have been a bit harsher on Myers Leonard. So we can actually like learn these things, right? If there's going to be a path to redemption, right? We can't just give what to an NBA player is a slap on the wrist, right? Myers Leonard got paid $50,000, right? But he made Ten million dollars in in twenty twenty one, right? Or is he was set to make twenty million dollars, or not twenty million, ten million dollars, right? And when you 
give someone like what's essentially a slap on the wrist, right? They might put in the work and go about it, but you have to um, put in the work. And sometimes getting away with minimal punishment doesn't prompt people to put in the work to move past you know, cancellation and come back to redemption, right? And whether Myers Leonard says canceled, and I'm using canceled, I think, relatively loosely here, right? I think we'll be up to the future to decide, but I think that you need to do more, right? And sometimes I say, and I think most times I say, I don't know how people come back from this, right? But I do see how Myers Leonard can come back for this, right? Because if a team needs a seven-foot guy, right, to help their team, right, and he seems remorseful, right, I can see a team signing Myers Leonard to another contract, right, at least for a year to see how it goes. But, 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 I don't think anyone is going to be a real fan of that dude again, right? I don't think anyone is going to buy a Myers Leonard jersey again. Because if you say that, if you say I'm still a Myers Leonard fan, what are you saying is about our Jewish family if you if you do that, right? If you say I'm still a Myers Leonard fan even after he insulted the entire Jewish community, right? What do you say to our Jewish family? Are you are you saying that you just are anti-semitic is that what you're trying to say because i don't think that that's a good look and i think that you should probably unlearn a lot of that right when you when you do that right so i don't know if anyone's going to be a fan of myers leonard again but honestly when it comes to coming back from cancel culture i feel like i have not a great track record because i don't feel like Many people have been really canceled into oblivion, even though when cancel culture happens, I tend to think that that is what happened is that they go into oblivion. But I'm think an example here, right, is Trisha Paytas about how cancel culture really is flexible and you can even argue doesn't exist, right? Because Trisha Paytas, right, if you don't know, is like an internet celebrity. She's on TikTok, Instagram, all that, right? People don't like Trisha Paytas for her problematic views. I think she voted for Trump. I think she's been racist. She's currently being anti-Semitic. Like, currently on a podcast, she is being anti-Semitic. And I've seen Jewish family, Jewish family saying this person is anti-Semitic, right? Or this person said anti-Semitic things, right? But that woman, Trisha Paytas, even though people do not like her and not a lot of people support her, I would say that woman has never been canceled, right? Ever, right? That woman has never been canceled. And I don't have a good explanation as to why, but she's still relevant. She's still making content. And my best my best guess off the top of my head is that her antics, because Trisha Paytas does a lot of wild antics, her antics and her jokes or what are perceived as jokes, right? Those things counterbalance what people deem problematic, right? And because they're counterbalanced in such a weird way, right? It's hard to cancel that person, Trisha Paytas, right? It just, the situation that people see, and I'm not saying this is like a larger situation. I think this is what is inside people's heads when they see Trisha Paytas, right? And wanting to be a part of whatever Trisha Paytas' life is, right? I think that 
that sort of thing is like a roadblock to cancel culture, right? And I think another thing is only Jayus, who is a TikTok star. I made a video or not a video, a podcast about her and why she got canceled. Spoiler alert, called someone an N-word lover, right? That person, I also did not know how she was going to come back because I think she lost money. She lost brand deals. She lost everything right she posted an apology that people were not impressed with and only js i was like weirdly morbidly curious about how only js would come back right only js is posting regular ass videos now right and it's not like nothing happened because her apology video i checked before this podcast is still up right but She's posting regular ass videos only a few weeks after getting canceled. And let me tell you, if she's part of TikTok's creator fund program, she caked off that apology. She got like 20 million views off of that apology. That's if TikTok creator fund works how I understand it, that's thousands of dollars, right? In the video she's made since then, right? Those videos also got like a million views, right? So she's caking off of TikTok even if she lost brand deals and endorsements, right, from that. And the videos are like absolutely like regular. It's not like unlearning racism or building up black people or people of color from this person. It's not really that, right? It's what she's personally interested in. And there's like science stuff and like experiments and like comedy type things on her channel right that's the type of stuff she's doing right after she got caught in 4k saying one of the most racist combinations of things you can say right and promise to put in the work but we don't see the work we never see the work with these cancel culture things and i also think that's a weird way on the path to redemption but only js is netting millions of views right and people are still watching and liking her shit right after being caught right so then it's like what is cancel culture right are you too talented or too popular to truly be canceled right that could be one thing right and do people like you enough to be canceled another thing is there a path to redemption what is that path to redemption these are things that i genuinely like still don't know i think that it varies from person to person but i don't know if like a universal thing can happen i think you can explain certain things but cancel culture right does it really exist or how much of a problem is it right because i'm seeing people get canceled or seemingly get canceled and over and done with and every time i fool myself every time into thinking they can't come back from this but then they come back for this right and i fool myself every time but they do it right so what is cancel culture or anything like that we're still working on it maybe in 2021 we iron out something solid that multiple people can point to but for now try just you know what instead of trying to game the cancel culture system instead of trying to be canceled just be nice right just be nice just try to be a good person be polite respectful cordial avuncular maybe that's not a word that fits in there but you know what i mean actually you probably don't but that's something just try to be nice right and maybe we'll we'll fall in line from there right but other than that 
I do have to get out of here. I do have to skedaddle. I gotta save my speaking voice for my job. But yeah, this turned out pretty nice. So um, yeah, thank you for listening, watching, paying attention. I will see you next time. Love you. Goodbye. Dot com.